Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. You know, where are they now is always a fun topic for just about anything that you can think of. And in this week's podcast, we're playing our own Where Are They Now game with a group of custom integrators that CE Pro interviewed back in to- uh, January 2020, just before COVID-19 hit. At the time, they were bubbling with excitement for the coming year, including how they were going to adopt the new Crestron home control system that had just debuted. So how did it all turn out for them and what we know was a very tumultuous year? Well, CE Pro editor Jason Knott checked back in with the group a year later to discuss how they adapted and also got an overview for what the Crestron system is all about and how it's evolved since its debut. Welcome to the CE Pro podcast. My name is Jason Knott, editor of CE Pro, and I am excited to be joined by a panel of industry insiders today to talk about the changing market conditions. And boy, what a year it has been. It was about one year ago that I sat down with um, many of the familiar faces that you're going to see here um, in the conversation today or hear from if you're just listening on the podcast. It was one year ago today that I sat down with this group and we talked about what was uh, on tap for 2020 um, and where the market was heading. Uh, Crestron Home had just come out and the integration uh, community was really excited about deployment of this and and how it was going to be able to change and help their businesses. So uh, now um, the you-know-what hit the fan. And uh, not long after we had that conversation, and here we are a year later, and the market has evolved. And uh, Crestron Home has evolved, too. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But I want to talk specifically about the integrators here today and find out how they evolved with the market conditions. You know, fortunately... Uh, the custom integration industry was deemed as essential workers. And we all know that the pandemic uh, made the custom installation ind- industry probably the most valuable trade that was out there during this whole market uh, condition. So um, let's talk a little bit about that upheaval. Let me first introduce the panel. Uh, with me first is Mosey Levy of Backstage AV. Hi, Mosey. How's it going? Thanks for joining me today. Uh, also with us is Joe Calise of Sights and Sounds. Hi, Joe. Hello, Jason. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Also, Todd Anthony Puma of the Source Home Theater. Hi, Todd. Hey, Jason. Thank you for having me on today. And a new face to the group, uh, Al Reinhard, AHT Global. Hi, Al. How you doing, Jason? Thanks for having me. And then last but not least, we've got John Clancy, Vice President of Residential at Crestron. Hi, John. Hey Jason, how are you? Hey everyone. Okay, let's uh, let's first just. Um, I know you all have vast followings uh, out there of groupies, but just in case, let's kind of go through everybody's company and tell us a little bit briefly about your company. Let me let me start with you, um, Todd. Tell us a little bit about the Source Home Theater. Well, Jason, thank you for putting me in the hot seat first. I appreciate <laughs> it. So my nerves are like this, but um, I'm Todd Puma. I'm from the Source Home Theater. I'm the CEO. Uh, we are primarily in the New York and tri-state area. We uh, cater to the higher end market, higher end tier of clients. Um, as the pandemic started, we kind of tiered into New Jersey primarily versus New York City, which I guess we'll get a little bit into the story uh, as we go along. All right. Thanks. Uh, Joe, let's hear a little bit about uh, Sights and Sounds. So Joe Calise, Sights and Sounds. I've uh, been in business for over 30 years. I started out in 12 volt many, many lifetimes ago. 
Um, and uh, we're based out of Long Island. Uh, we're primarily a home theater, smart home integration company, and we do security systems and Crestron is a big uh, part of our uh, product offerings. Fantastic. Uh, all right, the new face, Al, tell us a little bit about AHT Global. So I'm Al Reinhardt with uh, AHT Global. Uh, we have offices in uh, Florida, which is the primary office where I'm at. We have an office in Naples, just on the West Coast, Florida. Uh, Philly, New York. Uh, we have a big uh, presence in the marine world in uh, Germany. So we've been doing this for, been doing it for probably over 30 years, but as AHT, uh, this is our 25th year anniversary. So looking to celebrate in big style. Congratulations. All right, um, Mosey, tell us a little bit about Backstage AV. Sure, so we're, uh, we're located in New York and we have an office in New Jersey. We're a small company of about 10 people doing this for about 15 years and uh, been almost 100% crash on for almost 10 years now. And um, we're just, we're, we're a small company that takes pride in, in getting better at what we do every year. And John, just in case there's somebody out there who's been suffering from amnesia or has uh, somehow bumped their head somewhere, tell us a little bit about Crestron. Well, Crestron, it's, uh, we're a 50 year old company. Uh, our markets are global, uh, something like 92 locations globally. Uh, we service both the commercial and residential sides of the business. Uh, I, I personally run the, uh, the, the residential business globally. Fantastic. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, setting the stage of where we were last year. Again, Crestron Home was just coming into play and we were we were looking at how that was going to help your business in terms of uh, deployment, uh, maybe reaching a broader market, um, all sorts of necessary things. Then, then the pandemic hit. Let me ask, kind of go around around the table and and I'll direct the question to each one of you. Did that did, were you still able to deploy Crestron Home as you thought going into 2020? And did it still bring to benefit all those benefits that you thought? Or did the pandemic just throw a giant curveball and you kind of had to change the model? Let me start with you, Joe. How, how did, did the Crestron Home come to uh, bring those benefits that was as promised and you were able to fulfill them in 2020? Well, you know, we all know how 2020 has been. And for us, it, it helped a lot because we were able to deploy systems um, with different level technicians being able to get Crestron home into the products. Like you said, being deemed essential, we were still going to client's house. You know, we had a pretty strict um, scrutiny process to make sure that, you know, before we went to people's homes, that they were comfortable with us, we were comfortable with them to protect everybody. But once we got the product in the home, uh, the way Crestron Home allows us to do so many different things remotely for the clients and being uh, how it updates and it, it really benefited us a lot because let's face it, we're all working remotely, but there are certain things that we have to do physically in people's homes. But once it's there, it's there. And then we're able to do a lot. I've actually had a couple of cases where I was actually able to send a customer a box. They plugged a couple of things in with a little direction, and then I was able to take over from there. So it's pretty incredible how uh, Crestron Home has allowed us to do that on a level I never imagined we'd be able to do. That's a good point. I know that was something you were looking forward to was to be able to have, you know, not necessarily you have to be on every project, but to be able to have uh, some of your technicians be able to deploy the system. All right. 
Mosey, let me turn to you. How did Crestron Home help your business uh, in 2020? Exactly the way I said it would last year. Uh, luckily, 2020 was um, a much better year than we thought it was going to be. We thought COVID was going to affect us, but it definitely did not. Um, busiest year we ever had. And we're lucky that we had Crash on Home at this time. We had this huge growth spurt. And I personally did not have to be at every job anymore. I know when you're a small company, um, you know, you wear many hats. And so I was a programmer for a while. And now I have a few technicians that can roll out systems completely on their own. I do some very basic setup for them in the beginning, just setting up the passwords and a few different things. Um, but we're, we're rolling out systems and my guys know how to do it without me now. So it was great. Fantastic. Uh, Todd, uh, same question. Uh, what effect uh, did Crestron Home have on the business in 2020 and how did it help you? Oh, I'm just glad Crestron Home was there. I'm glad that it, it came out the time it did because it couldn't be any better. The one thing about clients um, during the pandemic is it brings people down to the level where they appreciate everyone around them, as well as their tiers and peers and also trades. It was an easy sell to come into their home because they were only going to be home. We couldn't go anywhere. So when we were talking to the customers about what they currently had and asked them some lifestyle questions about what they were looking for in order to have, because remember, people working from home, this is a little different from us. We're talking about restaurant home while working from home. So there was a lot of attributes that we had to make sure that never got shut down. So when we were in a person's home between our normal hours, between eight and five, now people were doing schoolwork. People were doing work from home. That's, that's where the money's being made. So we needed a system that was going to be able to get in and get out and deploy in a timely manner. What we did is we had to re-execute the way we thought. You know, we always build things prior to going to a customer's home. That's always been the process, but we had to figure out a way to time ourselves. How quickly can we get in and out and get a system back online without disrupting their new lifestyle that they're currently living? With Crestron Home, and thanks to all the engineers and other people like Mosey and my other peers, Joe, um, there were conversations on what we needed to do and what we can do and what we can offer with Crestron Home to get in in these customers' houses without affecting it. You know, solutions were made. And with us is our customers haven't been happier. Our financial base, just like Mosey said, we grew during this pandemic while other people, you know, weren't having that luxury of being out as an essential worker. And as we were deemed essential, we actually executed quick, you know, um, policies, quick installations, and also built happy customer base because of pressure on home and also our networking solutions that we offer as well. So I remember when we spoke last year, one thing, Todd, that you had mentioned was um, that it, it puts a level of doubt in a customer's home when they see the technician sitting on the couch with the PC programming for this prolonged period of time. And you believed that the ability for you to be able to, you know, deploy a system efficiently and quickly was going to also um, put the, the customer's mind at ease so much that they might buy more from you. You might you know, boost the average ticket sale based upon showing how efficient you were deploying it. Did that happen? Yes, actually we're so efficient now, they're questioning why they're paying us all this money uh, <laughs> for getting in and out of the houses so quickly. So yes, it has happened. We are executing, you know, John is our witness uh, being part of Crestron with our numbers have been, you know, excelling as well as their customers are adding extra homes into their systems because it's been so quick and easy, then they're so happy with it because, you know, we have a failless system here. You know, we don't have your typical, you know, basic system, you know, control system that's out there. We have the elite. 
we have Crestron. You know, we have a robust system that works uh, more powerfully than any other system of anybody can imagine. You know, our job and what we've been doing is the customers don't know what they need or what we can offer until we bring it to their reality. Our job is to make them aware of things they never knew before. And what they gave us with the time being home is we were able to give that to them. And we're able to make a thought that they haven't had that we put in their minds a reality. And with Crusher on Home, it's constantly happening, especially with all these new updates coming out. So we're going to get into the updates in a second, but I want to turn to Al for a second. So Al, um, with the group the last time, we, I spoke with them specifically about their transition from traditional Crestron, which was, you know, with the programming and the user interfaces, however you want to do it, to the Crestron home. Tell us about your transition. You know, how long have you been doing Crestron? Um, are you still doing cr- traditional? When did you adopt Crestron home? And, and what were your thoughts heading into it? So we've been doing uh, Crestron since the onset of the business. So... Uh, the change for us was a little slower because we're just so ingrained in the type of work that we do. And a lot of the homes we do are very large. And so we never felt pressure on home could manage these homes. So that was a big concern early on. Uh, what we've come to find out is that we have actually midstream changed our tune. We've changed projects and we've gone from programming and simple and we said, let's make this a Crestron home. It's got all the right elements. Let's just do it. You know, even though it's a very large home. And I'll, I, you know, I won't lie when I tell you that we were a little worried at first and skeptical. But, you know, once we did it, we haven't looked back. And I've instructed all my offices, all my uh, sales team, that this is the product that we will be moving forward with. Uh, there's no reason not to. It's the future of Crestron. You know, we have a lot of programmers on staff and... Uh, I can use them to do other things. And uh, like Todd was saying, you can have a different uh, set of uh, guys out there doing the programming. So you don't need that high level programmer to do certain things. Even you know, if you wanna go in there and just change a quick code, pretty simple. You know, Before it would entail getting a programmer on, on site or uh, remote. And this just, it gives the technicians power and they want that too, because they wanna learn. They want to feel more important. Gives them a sense of purpose. So are you doing all of your uh, systems, your Crestron systems with Crestron Home now? Or are you still doing some, you know, super, you know, six-figure, seven-figure jobs with, with the uh, traditional Crestron? So all the systems are except for our marine jobs because they're very specialized. So um, I, I, although we just did a yacht, uh, a smaller yacht, uh, we did it in home. Went pretty quick. Don't think uh, it was a refit on the yacht, and I don't think we could have done it uh, if it wasn't in Crestron Home because of the time, uh, the time schedule. So by the time the guys actually got the equipment installed to the time the yacht was about to set sail, yachts like, when it's time to go, it's time to go. It's not like a home. You're a little late, that's okay. No, a yacht goes when it's set to go. So you really have these deadlines and Crestron Home allowed us to meet them, just like even throughout the year. I mean, currently, I think we have over uh, 70 systems in place, and there's no possible way in the world that we could have done this in simple. Just don't have the manpower to do it. So that, that's a, it's a, it's a big thing for us. That's beautiful. All right, um, John. <clears throat> not only has the market changed and evolved, but over the past year since we last spoke, uh, Crestron Home has evolved. Can you kind of run us through? 
some of the, the changes uh, that have happened over the past year and, and in particular, um, what's coming up? Sure. Um, look, uh, Chris, you're at home. Uh, again, th this is our ninth major release that went out this week. Um, and that's, I think it shows the level of commitment we have to this platform. Um, by far, uh, it is the biggest single project in all of Crestron Engineering. The number of people working on this platform is, is, is far greater than any other single project within Crestron, including, you know, many things on the commercial unified communication side. Uh, that in itself is a tremendous statement. So I think also that ninth release proves that, you know, this evolution uh, just continues um, and, 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 and <clears throat> the experience um, both for the dealer and for our end users continues to get better. We're listening. A lot of the updates that we've added uh, along the way came directly from feedback from, 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 you know, people like the four gentlemen we have on the call today. Uh, we listen, we, we try to enhance the system on a regular basis. And I think we've proven that over the first year. Uh, so some of the things that stand out, at least in my mind, you know, uh, I think timing wise, you know, focusing on that work from home experience and adding a product like our, MM30R, our, our desktop audio conference system, which has a Crestron home touchscreen in the face of it, uh, definitely responds to the needs of today with so many people working at home. Um, and the ease of setup of a product like that, that is a product you, one of our dealers could easily send to an end user and walk them through setting up on their own. Um, and we've, and I know of instances where that's happened. Um, but I think continuing to listen to the needs of our dealers and adding in those features, um, you know, going back and supporting products we haven't even shipped in five, six, seven, or eight years. So to make it easier for our dealers to go back and upgrade existing systems without having to replace everything, you know, that's a big statement as well. Supporting products like our old pad aids and bipad aids and things like that. Um, I would even also point to looking at, at partners like Lutron. Um, supporting Lutron was a big thing for us. Um, and it took a ton of work and a ton of resources to make that really easy and seamless. Um, so supporting, you know, both Radio Rock 2, um, Homeworks QS and Homeworks QS, uh, QSX, all of that really took a ton of work. And it was really, again, based on the, 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 what we were hearing from, the, from our dealers out there. So, again, really being responsive uh, to the needs while still continuing to add features. Um, you know, on this last release, for instance, we were listening, right? We, we want to make sure we... We build a resilient system. So in this last release, we added things to, to enhance the resiliency and, and also enhance the reporting. So we can know in advance if we start to see a trend of things happening out there. So there's just a lot that continues to be added in every single release from, from, from bug fixes to adding resiliency to you know, adding new features and then responding to the needs from, from, our, from our dealers. Um, all right, Mosey, let me uh, let me start with you. When you look at some of these enhancements that Crestron Home has made throughout the past 12 months since we first, we last spoke, BACnet integration and uh, the Lutron that John just mentioned integration, um, how have any of those um, uh, changes that they made throughout the year uh, helped your business specifically, or can you, you can point to like, hey, this was really a positive uh, positively helped me. I'll start with the Lutron. That right there allowed us to go back to systems where we had a secondary processor and we're rigging control of Lutron lighting and shades. I was able to go back to those customers and uh, sell them an upgraded Lutron processor and show them what the interface would look like once we did it. And we got some extra business out of that. But not only that, the clients were happier with a more native experience. We try not to, uh, we don't sell Lutron personally and it's very few jobs that actually have it, but the ones that do, 
you know, they want a more native experience and they have that now. So seeing Crushon step up to the plate and provide that is just a small example of, of all the great things that came. Another point I'll make is that recently they added extensions, I think maybe two updates ago. And extensions is probably the most exciting update that came. For the past year or so, we completely relied on Crushon to roll out updates of what the system could do. Uh, extensions, you know, it was, very, um, it was very theoretical when they released it because there was nothing to really show what it did. And now, right now, extensions are starting to trickle in. So the first extensions we're seeing are the ability to, to natively control Somfy, um, and someone is working on a Wattbox extension, which I'm testing right now internally, which is really exciting, giving the client the ability to reboot their cable boxes, cable boxes right from the Crushron app. That's exciting. It's just showing the potential of where we're going to be and what else can be added. And um, I'm, I'm excited for that. Another extension that I think we're going to see soon is, is Intercom from AB Link Pro. And uh, it just shows that it's a very robust system that's going to continue growing. It shows you how important the, the integrator is to uh, as the system evolves and it evolves for the customers. All right, uh, Joe, same question. Anything you can point to over the past year as, as the, the Crestron Home has evolved that's helped you evolve? So I think the two end door station was a huge uh, addition to the platform. Being able to have a, uh, a doorbell that rings natively to the touch panels was a, was a big key factor for us. And I will hop on uh, Mosey's thing about the extensions as well, because what I, what I see is I'm, I am a certified programmer. Um, what I see, if I wasn't running Sights and Sounds and doing so much Crestron Home, my future would be in extensions because I'd be writing extensions for other dealers. And I think that's really where the future of the programmer is going to go because the power of extensions, it just gives us ultimate power in Crestron Home to do everything that we always did with with uh, simple, traditional simple. So as the two kind of merge together, I think that makes the extension so much more powerful and it proves that the programmer is still very valuable in a lot of ways. Fantastic. All right, uh, Todd, same question. Uh, anything in particular that happened over the, the past year's evolution that, uh, that has helped you? A few things that I'm gonna piggyback on what Joe and Mosey said is yes, Lutron has been great for us because now we were able to walk into a home and confidently be able to do uh, an upgrade with a native solution built by Crestron, powered by Crestron and backed by Crestron, which is huge because confidence is everything to us uh, while we're moving forward and offering clients uh, a robust and also a functioning system. Other things that went to place is yes, the two end, that was an exciting moment for me. Uh, extensions is an extremely exciting moment for all of us. Uh, because we're going to be able to do things that we were thought of doing or had the imagination to do and have other programmers and partners and peers working with us in order to build something that hasn't been created before. So first-time adopters with it. Um, another thing is talking about sequences, right? Is kind of building lifestyles uh, based on how the customer uses the system. As simple as silly things like a cable box that turns off on its own, building a press and hold in order to turn on the cable box, simplistic approaches that lets the customer not think, but get results that they never expected before. That's what Crestron's done with the sequence process. And that's what I've been the most excited about. Fantastic. Um, all right, Al, uh, same thing in terms of, of you know, the, uh, the evolution of the system throughout the year as you've adopted it, that's, that you've seen as beneficial. Yeah, so everything these guys said is, it's all spot on, you know, and everybody's going to feel the same. But for me, 
it's more the combination of all these things and how we as dealers feel that the, that the platform's just going to get better every other month, right? Every other month, you know, there's going to be something that's really going to change the way we do business. It's going to, it's going to give us new opportunities. So that's a big thing going back to clients. You know, I got off a call yesterday with a client. We had a, it's, it's, it's a project that's been ongoing for like four years. It's specced out in a certain direction. And the guy wanted a, a, a 20 inch touch panel that we had set. I told him this is just not the way to go because Crestron, number one, the new pro programming platform does not support it. So he bought into the fact that we're moving into a new direction with Crestron. We don't need to go with the old, you know, yes, we can stick with it. Okay. And it's going to work, but really we need to move forward into the future. And every other month we're going to get those updates and they're going to benefit from it. Yeah. Let me ask the group, um, you know, as we see, we all get updates on our phone. We know that these systems require updates. Um, have you been able to uh, parlay that conversation with your customers into a service agreement conversation? Um, Todd, I'll start with you. Sure. Uh, everything that Crestron does has helped us to sell a service agreement. Uh, maintenance right now, again, with the pandemic, it's been easier to maintain systems. Customers need us more than ever. Um, and is that a benefit for us? Yeah, absolutely. It's a benefit to us, but it's also more of a benefit for them because now they're keeping updated with the system and the latest and greatest features. Crusher on Home, the one thing we do explain to them, but we don't explain it, we show it to them because the power of a vision is a lot more powerful than a word coming from a person's mouth that has no idea what it is. So what we do is we show them the updates. Crestron built into a little packet is when you go to your software updates, you have a software and you have device updates. So while Crestron Home goes through the device updates, we call them, we videotape it through a screenshot, and we show the customer what updates have been done, like lighting control. Uh, this month, the gateway got updated. You know, the seven, uh, sorry, the seventy series and sixty series touch panels are getting updated, all with a click and a button. Now, is that something the Crestron offered, thinking that they were going to help us to sell service agreements? I would ask John that question because it seems like they're working with us, not against us. And Crestron Home has helped us to sell more service agreements because customers don't want anything to happen where it turns into, well, you know, we have to come out to your home or we have to be able to do this or do an update. And unfortunately, with that update means it's going to be in your home. Some people don't want you there at all. And with this and what Crestron's offering with their internal cloud-based updates is, is the best of both worlds. It, it just fits, you know, this crisis that we're in. And it just benefits, uh, I, I would assume, all of us as dealers. Well, I'll take that cue and direct that to John. John, what have you heard from from the dealer base out there in terms of the ability to, during the pandemic and, and the capabilities of Crestron Home to be able to sell more service agreements? So, yeah, so I would say definitely, I mean, the feedback. Uh, so, look, the, the, the reason behind the updates, right, is to enhance the system, right? So with these updates, you're adding value to a system that was already in place. In times past, that A, didn't happen for a couple of reasons. A, you know, if I, if I tried to sell a customer a service agreement where I was selling firmware updates, uh, it's hard to justify the value of that to an end user because it didn't really add any features or functionality issues, right? It, it may have added something in the back end to, to um, increase robustness of a product or security of a product, but, but generally speaking, it didn't enhance the experience for the end user. Now you're able to, to perform these updates, which add value by, by adding in features in a, in a very simple way. You know, as a dealer and, 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 and you know, my, my time in this business, 
you know, going back to an existing customer and trying to make that experience better often led to extreme costs, right? You have to send a programmer, you have to spend time, a significant amount of time adding these buttons manually or, or doing something to the user interfaces in a very manual way, which, which costs a lot of money. So no one really did it, right? Uh, and if you did propose it, you know, the end users would look at you like you're crazy because the, the numbers were so great. Now you can sell a service contract where I can say, you know, I'm gonna come in quarterly and we're gonna update your system and your system is gonna get better in lots of ways, in a very simple and easy manner. Uh, and I think that, that that's, a, that's a really, really nice way to, 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 to talk about how this, how this adds value. All right, let me stay with you. Uh, give us some specifics as to what the new 3.4 software upgrade uh, provides. Well, uh, uh, there's, uh, like I said, there's a number of fixes on the back end. Uh, again, not, not necessarily uh, about repairing anything that was broken, but adding resiliency to the systems. And then also, also uh, looking at how we're, we're looking at these systems and providing tools back to our dealers for, uh, for diagnostics and things like that. So um, back-end tools for, for resiliency uh, are, are first and foremost. Again, we want to make sure these systems are stable. Crestron is, is, is known for having for, uh, some extremely robust hardware products, and we want to make sure our software is, is up to the same level. Um, but some of the new features that were added, you know, built-in support for TV tuners. I don't think anyone's arguing the fact that there are more and more cord cutters out there. Uh, and one of the features we added in, 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 in past releases were supporting some of the, uh, the smart apps in, in the smart TVs. And what I mean by that is that the apps themselves show up on, on our remote and on the, on, the, on the app as actual sources. So I can just press the Netflix button, it'll turn the TV on and go to that application. And so adding in things like TV tuner supports is a natural uh, part of the evolution. Um, another uh, example of, of responding to some of our dealers' needs, there are some projects that are requiring, you know, uh, modeling button functionality in, in actual just digital uh, inputs. Um, so again, this is something that the engineering team really didn't build into the system initially because no one thought of that, right? And, and uh, there was a need out there on a few specific projects where someone just wanted to use a dry contact closure to emulate uh, an actual keypad button press. So, you know, things like that where we're trying to respond to the needs. But I would say that, you know, some of the more exciting ones lead to what, what the guys were talking about uh, around extensions. Um, so we're, get, we're beginning to flag, um, again, because so many people are beginning to crowdsource some of these restaurant home extensions. And let me just stop for a second and explain what an extension is, right? We have drivers. And we have Crestron Home Extensions. A driver is really just, you know, the, the little bit of software that interacts with, with, a, with a device. An extension is also a, is a driver that also contains a, a UI wrapper, okay? And we provide the tool set so that UI wrapper looks just like the rest of everything in Crestron Home. So when someone builds a Crestron Home extension, the end user doesn't see anything different from an experience level for, for that device's controls compared to everything else that's in Crestron Home. It looks and works just like the rest of Crestron Home, except it's a little custom thing that was written by them. So identifying in our database, Crestron supplied uh, drivers and extensions, which will have a little Crestron swirl, and then these crowdsourced ones that we'll also host in our database. So again, uh, and also continuing to focus on how we can expose those and enhance the value of those. So adding them into things like sleep timers. So my sleep timer doesn't just turn my TV off after, after, I could, uh, after say 30 minutes. I can, as the end user, set to 
to turn my TV off, turn my lights off, maybe reset my HVAC to a certain level just from a single button press on a remote. So being able to tie in some of these things uh, and simplify the, uh, the, the end user experience. All right, um, I want to wrap up with just a quick round robin here for everybody and, and telling me a little bit about where they see 2021 heading in terms of focus, um, in terms of, of market conditions. Uh, Al, let me start with you. Uh, so far, 2021 has been, you know, it, it's been a continuation of 2020. Uh, we see great potential in the, in the near term, uh, future, and even long term as we see projects rolling in. We're in a little unique position here in Florida because a lot of people are flocking to Florida. You know, they're leaving New York, they're leaving California, they're heading here, they're heading to Texas. So uh, it, that part of the, of the business looks great. As far as restaurants concerned and restaurant home, uh, we're going uh, full force and full steam ahead because it is the, it is the platform, like John said, I, the amount of engineers working on this, and I can personally attest to it, uh, is, is it's the largest effort Crestron has ever made. And I can tell you, I've been there since pretty much the beginning. And I, I notice a huge difference, especially with John on board at the helm of the uh, residential side. He's pushing the agenda and, and it's working. So Todd, you mentioned early on that you had migrated into uh, Jersey. And I just had seen a, a recent statistic about the four cities that we're seeing um, decreases in terms of spending, San Jose, New York, Denver, and Boston. Um, are you seeing, you see continued growth as maybe Manhattanites move out into the suburbs and look for those work from home and distance learning situations? I do, I, you know, it's been an exodus of New York City. Uh, people have been going to Connecticut, Westchester, the Hamptons, and a lot at the beginning were going to their shore homes but now they're tending to move more to the suburbs, I guess, because of more space and real estate. Also, if you're not as uh, compact onto each other, so if, you ha if they have the money to do so, that's what they're going to be doing. Do I see it continuously keep happening? Yes. Um, but I also see Manhattan going right back to where it was once everybody is back to a somewhat of a normal or and they get this virus in check. So it's not a forever thing. It's just for the next year of 2021, I see us increasing our numbers and out in the more suburbs of New Jersey. And that's what I've been hoping for and wanting is since, you know, I started my business 16 years ago, I got stuck in the city, not being in a bad way, but it's a challenge working in New York City. It's uh, getting in, getting out, you know, you're investing most of your time into travel. Uh, for New Jersey, after moving here, it's been more of a luxury for my business, just like Crestron Home. I'm spending, I want to get a system that's going to go quickly, execute it quickly, and not spend, you know, months and months of time on programming it. I want to do the same thing with travel. If I could travel less, I could bring in more jobs, bring in more jobs. The company is going to grow just like it has. So by this all occurring and these, you know, traffic movements and people moving has benefited our client, uh, customer base, uh, as well as our company. All right. Uh, Joe, what is your outlook for 2021? So our, our primary base is Long Island, which is mostly people living and uh, working, I should say, in the city. And we also cater to the city as well. So I'm hoping the city does bounce back because otherwise I'll be turning to Al and asking him for a job down in Florida pretty soon. But I will say that Long Island has, uh, has, has been very fruitful for us because a lot of the people that lived in Manhattan have 
moved to Long Island, the housing market in Long Island has gone crazy. But if Manhattan doesn't bounce back, people are going to want to get out of Long Island as well. So we're a little unsure about what the future of the market is. Long Island's a very expensive place to live. Um, and if you could work remotely from a smaller town somewhere else uh, for a company in Manhattan, that has a little bit of a worry for me. So we're, we're, we're optimistic about 21. Long term, I'm a little bit more skeptical because until I do see the city bounce back, the city meaning Manhattan, I think um, I think we're, we're all a little bit uh, unsure of how that's going to bounce back. But with regards to restaurant home, it's been great for our business. And I think it's going to continue because we almost lead with every single job, every single project, we try to find a, how restaurant home could fit in there. Now there's some small jobs that it just doesn't make sense, but if the customer wants more than just audio and wants more than just TV control, and we start talking to them about adding a light switch, adding a thermostat, all of a sudden restaurant home becomes a very easy topic of conversation and especially how the smallest of systems could build onto the biggest of systems. So. For us, 2021, 2022, as far as I can see, uh, you know, we're going to continue to support a lot of products that we offer, but Crestron Home is our go-to, without a doubt. John, can you give us an update on the My Crestron Home configurator capability? So, yeah, so this is a uh, tool that uh, also runs in parallel with Crestron Home. It's a tool that's a, a web-based tool, right? So there's no software to download. There's no versioning to manage as a company, right? Who's got the latest files or where do they exist? You work in this, in this web-based tool, your files are stored in the cloud. Um, and that continues to evolve, like I said, in parallel with Crestron Home. So enhancements of late have included things like um, keypad reporting. So I can review with my customer in advance how their keypads are gonna be programmed. And, and I, I can even order my engraving files directly from that site. So they're installed on day one. Uh, yes, you can customize after the fact and order, you know, different keys where, where needed. But things like that 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 uh, that complete the system at a very early stage and allow you to communicate. But building your lighting scenes in advance, all of this really focused on minimizing that time on site. Again, people are really sensitive to having people in their homes uh, at this time, and this tool really really helps enhance that. And you can get a lot of work, tedious work done in advance. Uh, and then pull that configuration down from the cloud when you get to site and then further uh, uh, customize it for that project. Joe, do you want to mention how that has helped you out there in the field? So I was a little skeptical about it in the beginning, but uh, we just deployed our first fairly large system with centralized lighting, thermostats. And I got to tell you, we, we didn't take advantage of the full online tool, but just having all of the, the loads identified in advance and, and my guys got to the site, they pressed a couple of buttons and everything was online, keypads are working. Uh, I look forward to this next project that we just, uh, we just locked up a new project, another fairly large one, not quite as large as that one, but being able to do the keypads this time and having all the buttons I mean, I don't know about you guys, but one of the hardest things I find is getting the customers to lock down on what buttons they want. So now we're going to do that ahead of time for them, obviously change them, like John said, if we needed to. But being able to have that and, and day one, it's all done and labeled and set up and then they could change it as they like. It just shows them the more power of the system as well. And then it tells them, oh, well, what if we did this? And what if we did that? And then it gives them the ability to make those changes. And we're happy to do it for them. And it's, it, I, I'm very excited about the online configuration tool. All right, uh, Mosey, same question. What are, you, uh, what are you looking for for 2021? How's it, how's it look? 
2021 is looking great so far. We have uh, really good momentum from 2020. A lot of the builders in our area are really happy with how quickly we could get our systems done. They're impressed that by the time the climate moves in, everything's working already, which uh, is recent and, and thanks to Crash on Home. Um, all right, uh, John, I'll let you have the final word. Obviously, uh, you know, you guys, Crestron is always pushing ahead and, and responding to market conditions. But what are you hearing out there and what are you looking forward to for 2021? Well, 21, look, it's gotten off to a great start for us. Uh, I think we've, uh, you know, we're now into the tens of thousands of Crestron home systems deployed in just a very short time. So by far, it's our fastest growing uh, new platform. Um, and I think, uh, you know, that speaks a lot about, you know, what we built into it, about the user experience, as well as the dealer experience, that ease of deployment, you know, trying to simplify their lives while delivering, you know, arguably some of the best and most robust products in the industry. So uh, continuing that, right, you know, we just released 3.4 a few days ago, 3.5 is already being worked on, uh, 3.6 is being staffed and planned and and as Mosey alluded to, we have a number of new products that we're about to launch. Um, and so obviously supporting those new products within Crestron Home uh, and then getting those products to market because some of them are arguably uh, some of the, um, uh, how can I even say this, some of uh, just the most forward thinking product offerings in, the, in these categories. So I know uh, Crestron has a huge commercial side to its business and, and a lot of integrators do too. And, you know, I don't know if anybody saw our CE Pro uh, state of the industry where we saw a tremendous drop in terms of percentage of revenue for the typical integrator on the, that was doing light commercial projects um, going forth. I just saw an NSCA, um, um, National Systems Contractors Association outlook for a 6% drop in commercial um, spending in the, in the tech category for 2021. What is your, obviously, I know, John, you focus on the resi side, but what is your outlook for the, for the integrators out there who are also dabbling in the commercial space for 2021? Well, look, I think that there are still opportunities there. Um, I think from a, a retail and, and, and a restaurant aspect, you know, these are being redrawn uh, in, in ways that, 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 that are being used currently. But I think also the work from home, learn from home, socialize from home, allow us to take some of those products from the commercial side and use them in the residential space. Uh, we just launched a new new Teams phones, right? So I actually have one across from me <laughs> um, and it, it runs Teams. I can pick it up like a phone and, and have a Teams call. Um, so that may be perfect for the executive who's working from home two or three days a week. And, and again, uh, what we're seeing also is many companies investing in in buying these products and then paying our integrators to install them uh, in their executives' homes. So this isn't stopping. I, I think that we're continuing to find ways uh, to allow our dealers to be successful uh, using products from the commercial side of our business in the residential space and, then, and, and supporting them in ways that we just didn't in the past or couldn't in the past. All right, I wanna wrap it up there. I wanna thank uh, Joe, Mosey, Al, uh, John, uh, Todd, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And everybody, thanks for listening to the CE Pro podcast this week. Thank you.